0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll
1: never have stone. <laughs> Oh, this new crazy mother! Welcome, friends, to Color of Magic in episode one hundred and eighty-five. Your Magic Gaming Podcast, where we talk about all types of issues that affect gamers at and away from their gaming tables and computers. And for one hundred and eighty-five episodes—that's such a big number. I still yes. have my main man, Brian Allen. How's it going, dude? It is. G- <coughs> oh, excuse me. It is going <laughs> Took got something in my throat. I don't know what that was. What do you mean? As long as you're not dying on me over there. Like, geez. But yeah, man. Uh, this has been a, a weird week. It, it's kind of been no news and all the news at the same time. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot to talk about this week. Honestly, foreshadowing. I might be the for real bad guy this episode. So, stay tuned for that. Hey, yo, Chico. Exactly. By the way, <laughs> side note, did you see that WWE is being sued? I for did. racist depictions of various things?
0: Yeah, and the examples. That, well, we, We've all, those that grew up on wrestling, like, yes, it's, it's always been racist. But even beyond that, every character, not as much so now as, say, the 80s, but yeah. Every character is a stereotype of some kind. Oh, dude,
1: people don't know that, like, the Iron Sheik, I think, was from, like, Ohio or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the dude that played... Nikola Mike, Volkov,
1: I think, is also... Yeah, I think Kamala was from, like, Tennessee Mississippi, or yeah. Yeah, like, that's like, they've been doing this since we were kids, man. The, the problem, though, is, from what I understand, reading through the lawsuit, was that... The Like the recent stuff with like Apollo Crews, where they're like, oh, no, you really need to talk with this like deep Nigerian accent. And we're going to play up the militant stuff. And, you know, and people came back and said like, hey, you, we probably shouldn't be doing this or whatever. And then they got pushed back and still had to push through the angle. You know, that I think that's and, the real issue for people.
0: And the thing is, they do this to everybody. You think... Uh... You think one man gang wanted to be Prince Akeem, the African yeah. dream? He people did not.
1: People don't know that's a thing. Like, how I like, I the thing for me is if you're one of those people, and don't be wrong, you're trying to pay your bills, and you know I get all that. But like, how hard would that be to keep up that image, knowing you're not from that other country, or even have that accent, or what? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's got to be hard because you know people are going to recognize you when you're out and about. I mean, one of the biggest
0: instances of that ever was Kofi Kingston, who up until that time was billed as being from Kingston, Jamaica, lost his accent during a promo. Triple H called him out on it because Triple H, is even back then, was basically untouchable. That's the end of the guy's character. Yeah, and then it turns out like he's not even remotely from Jamaica. Yeah, luckily he is such a great athlete that he was able to survive Triple H doing that to him, but
1: yeah he got way over with everybody yeah that's cool but yeah before we get into the extra stuff here because like i said this is going to be a bit of an episode you should go pay some love to our friends over at cardsphere.com great place to pick up magic cards literally name your price on what you want to pay what you want to buy the service is good people get cards out very quickly and it's honestly, you can use it like I do and just try to fill out your commander decks because that's what I've been doing with the service. Matter of fact, I have a, a short I got to post later from a good mail opening I got with like five or six envelopes that showed up. So yeah, go check them out over at cardsphere.com. And if you want to support the show, you can go over to patreon.com slash color magic and you can get a shout out just like Harrison Jones, who I believe is part of our Canadian contingent. So thank you, Harrison, for being a member and if you want to get some merchandise, go over to colorofmtg.com slash shop. But that brings us to the soapbox. And this one, I don't think this is so much of a rant as much as maybe a a combination PSA and a small plea to the community on behalf of content creators because I remember when I was first getting started in content, it sounds like forever ago, you know, like three years ago. And part of my research came back that a lot of creators freaked out if they tried to do anything away from their machines to either better themselves, move their career forward Sometimes just creating extra content or in the case of some video gamers playing in the events so they can make more money, you know, in the tournaments of the thing they make content for. And they would come back and having lost followers or people be mad that they hadn't posted in a couple of days. And I always thought that was so strange. It's like especially for those competitive video gamers, right? Like if their whole thing is being good at, I don't know, Call of Duty overwatch whatever and they're going to a tournament to go do that thing (laughs) like how are you mad that they're not online streaming for you or whatever when they're doing the thing that you like watching them do they can
0: still do it they just gotta not spend any time their significant others you know sleep five hours
1: or maybe not eat they can do it yeah it's just so weird i was like i just don't like the logic just doesn't hold for me Stop that, trying to touch grass. Yeah, that's it too, right? But but I mention this because I know what I'm going through. Like, the month of June right now, I potentially won't even be in my house half the days of the month. I will be in Orlando, potentially in Victoria, British Columbia, up in Canada, in LA, and somewhere else. I don't remember where the other thing is I got to do right now. <laughs> So each week I may be somewhere doing a thing, right? My content may have to skip a day or two sporadically just because I just may not have time. Like, and that's okay. Like, I think my community is fine with it. You know, I have a decent Discord. I can communicate with people. But not everybody's going to have that luxury, right? We're in a situation where events are starting back up. Sponsors are starting to pay for people to go do stuff again or whatever, get their exposure you know, help create extra videos for them to promote things or whatever. And I get it during, especially during the last couple of years, because of COVID and whatever, we've, we've gotten used to seeing our favorite creators regularly on schedule or whatever, you know, getting maybe more custom content or whatever it is because they had more time, you know, they were sitting around, they might as well be making content, dealing with people, try to get a few bucks from some tips or donations or whatever, right? Things are changing now. Like, I'll, this year, I'm going to travel more than I probably ever have in my life for events. And that's not even remotely an exaggeration. Hell, I've already been on several planes just this year, and it's we're just in May. No, we're in April. We're not even in May yet. So, we got to have at least some compassion for our creators out there that are doing the things that we enjoy. Just say, like, hey, I get it. Like, if you don't get a video out on time this week. Hell, we had the podcast go out late last week or week before because I was just tied up with all that travel back and forth from Orlando and the event, and a red eye flight and everything. I was like, it was just a mess. And I was like, man, something's got to give. I just, I just going to have to be a couple days late getting out, you know? And most people were cool about it. It wasn't a big deal, but I know other people don't have it that easy. So please have some consideration because as we're getting back to I guess what we'll call normalcy in the world, you know, more events are available more opportunities. And if you want your creators to be able to keep creating content and even better content, you want them taking these opportunities to get their brand exposure, to get to work with people, pick up more brand deals or whatever, because that's how they're going to get to keep producing the thing you like seeing produced. Or, God forbid, they actually take a break. <laughs> you also know, true. Just, that's also a thing. Also do. true. If they just want to Let take a couple days do. off. And I've seen that on Twitter where some people have posted, like, hey, I'm just not feeling it today, y'all. Like, I'm I'm just not going to be streaming or, hey, is going to be late or whatever it is. And some people are taking shots at him. Oh, well, that's just lazy. I don't get to take time off at my job or whatever. But it's like, that's, uh, that's sad for you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, why are you mad at them, though? I mean, hell, they're trying to, in some ways, balance stuff 24-7. You get to clock out at 5 and go just deal with your family and life. Right? Like, we still have to deal with social media. Like, we can try to turn it off to an extent, but there's also some timely stuff we can't ignore. So, yeah, just... Have a little bit of just sympathy, compassion, whatever you want to call it. Empathy, maybe, if you're also a person who has, you know, weird hours on your jobs or whatever. Just know there's a lot going on for a lot of creators. And and I've talked to some that are stressing over it a little bit right now. And a lot of them aren't going to talk about it publicly because they don't want the sympathy. They don't want to look bad to their communities, which I understand. So, like, just give them a little bit of time. They're not ignoring you. They're not giving up on their stuff. They just schedules are tough right now. It's we're going into peak convention season, right? There's going to be stuff practically every weekend now that some of your favorite people might be trying to go to. So cut them some slack. But All right. That's all I got, Brian. We're going to pass this over to you.
0: All right, Apex Legends, uh, EA's Battle Royale set in the uh, Titanfall universe. It's been out for a few years now, so they went in and updated the ages of pretty much all their characters. And it's got people feeling some kind of way because Loba Andrade, one of the femme fatales of the game, is, oh my God, 36 years old. People are losing their minds. First of all. You didn't have a shot for a number of reasons. The foremost being, she's not a real person. She does not actually exist. You can't go out with her. I don't. I have so many to...
1: thoughts right now. For, okay, yeah, go well, ahead. Go ahead. First off, <laughs> first off, you informed me a thing I absolutely did not know that that game is set in the Titanfall universe. I did not yeah. know that was even a thing. So today I learned. The other though is like, what if they had to come out and just said like, this character has I don't know like vampire blood and they're five hundred years old,
0: or she's you know because we're we're dealing with the sci fi universe, she's a time traveler and she's effectively a thousand years old. Yeah,
1: that too, right? Like, I mean, there's a bunch of like, this is so weird. Why that's such a random thing to be upset about? And it's not even like they said she's like eighty. They said she's what thirty six or whatever. Yeah. Like, I. I don't, some of
0: the most beautiful women in the world are 36 or well, what is Jennifer Lopez now? I'm 50. She's got to be. She's got to be over yeah, 50 easily. It's just this is a strange, strange. And the developer ha- has called
1: people out for being triggered by this. I just like, dude. I have, don't be wrong. Normally, I'm in that headspace of like, even if I don't agree with somebody, I at least see the dumb, twisted logic that you got to where you are. I'm having a hard time with this one though. Like that—that that was like uh, when they had the
0: when they had the whole again weird controversy because Space Jam came out and Lola Bunny wasn't sexy anymore.
1: Yeah, just like this is so weird. I'm, I'm, I'm they just they were talking
0: to they were talking to this guy who collects Lola Bunny memorabilia. He was voicing his displeasure, and you can just see the look on his girlfriend's face, and just help me
1: (laughs) she was ready to leave after that yeah you know what none of this is normal did you see those those posts going around the internet today about the incels being mad over on reddit or whatever because one of theirs is no longer an incel he got a woman Um, and they're like mad about it like i guess he i guess he was i don't even know how they is there like a head incel i don't like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Apparently, it sounds like he was. One of I'm the, sure there is. I have no yeah. idea who it is. It sounds like he was one of the important people in that community, or like one of the most active ones, I guess. And he so made rather post- than being happy
0: for him exactly his right? companionship.
1: But he made a he made a post about yo, sorry guys, like I I got somebody. We got it on. I think this is gonna be like a real relationship too, like you know, tip of the hat, I'm out, right? You know, and people were apparently emotional and mad about it. I'm like, people are weird, man. He's just too important to the movement. <laughs> I, I guess so, right? Like, but that's sort of what this <sighs> oh, feels like. Like, God. I can't imagine playing a game. Like, I don't know, okay, for my, it'd be like when I was younger, I'm playing Chun-Li, right? Like, Chun-Li's cool, whatever. And then I find out that you tell me like, oh, well, Chun-Li's a mom and she's like 35 or whatever. I would have just been like, all right, cool. And I just kept playing the and game. And continue like, kicking people upside <laughs> the yeah, head. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. Like, the character doesn't even change physically because all of a sudden you're like, oh, the, the character's like 10 years older than I thought they yeah, were.
0: mentioned, Loba is drawn like, you know, just about every female video game character. You know, she's obviously extremely, perhaps, you know, ridiculously attractive.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't like I guess if they would have magically aged her another 15 years or something after they made the announcement, I guess that would have made more sense. But yeah, I don't know. I Dude, you got me on this one. I have no I got nothing. She nothing.
0: even lampshades her own, you know, improbability because there's a voice liar. She's talking about, hey, the, the ring is only 50, 45 yards away and I'm wearing pumps. You know, which, yeah, it's a weird thing to do during a battle, but it's a video game.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm just going nowhere with this, man. I got nothing. I literally am just like, y'all are just going to have to be mad, I guess. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, let's talk about some things we've learned over the last couple of weeks because we've had so much stuff we've had to push stuff off. So, what do you got? Dude?
0: Uh, as we mentioned previously, E3 is not happening this year, don't know if it's ever coming, but they say it is, but you know, in the current environment, we don't know. But yes. what we are seeing is there are things coming out that definitely feel like E3, and uh, oh, it's a little over a week ago now. Uh, ea dropped this trailer for this game called immortals of avi we'd heard a little bit about it at the game Awards, but this is this really in so many ways felt like an e3 trailer and heck probably would have been an e3 trailer in, in previous years but it's just big that they're, they're well ea's not calling it that but a lot of people in referring to it just if you want to tell somebody okay what is it what's it like they're describing it as kind of as Call of Duty only with magic, and yeah, it does have that kind of feel to it where it's a, okay. it's a first person shooter, but they're having a gun, you're doing sigils in the air and casting spells and doing wild things. Also, a lot of people said you know it kind of reminds them of Quake. Okay, so the, the trailer is really a lot of fun, huge bomb said It really is the kind of thing you feel like you would have seen at E3, and even in the previous years, people have been trying to figure out. How to get their news out there first. So we started calling it kind of pre three where everybody would somebody would do a press conference the day before. that. it almost became Christmas, where people were doing their basically their E3 event a month before the event, so they get more attention than everybody else. So that that basically is still happening. I like guess it's still going to happen.
1: Okay. I think like, it's 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 weird being in this space, right? Where like e3 hasn't really said they're shutting down officially but it's just like oh no this year's canceled
0: yeah for the third hard. time or whatever yeah. you know like- and the first two times okay yeah covid it's obvious you're trying to be safe this is like we talked about every all the major cons pretty much are up at this point traveling everything's
1: Oh yeah! Everybody yeah. else
0: is going big, so no, for the, you to cancel big, it
1: this year, the big music conventions are back. Yeah, uh, I know uh, CES was back in Vegas for the technology stuff. You know, all all the major game convention nerd conventions are all open, right? We're seeing all those. Oh, I saw there was a big one of the big Tekken tournaments and stuff they run yeah. It's back doing its thing in Texas or whatever. So this this really feels like, and as we said, even if
0: it does come back, it's not going to have kind of the same problem is because news really doesn't get disseminated in exactly the same way anymore there aren't really rousing real or i think a game informer maybe the the last big print magazine doing their thing video game wise and just even a lot of the major websites are are closing
1: down it's just you you know i feel like one of the ways e3 could have pivoted is make it more experiential If you're going to have fans, have more like more game demos, more like interactive things, more than just like, hey, people are here to show stuff off. Like make it so people walk away with like a visceral thing of just like, oh, this was really neat. Or I got to talk to this person or autographs by this thing. You know, I feel like I never saw a lot of that from E3. And I feel like that's the thing that they probably could have made themselves stand out from other conventions a bit more. But as it is, trying the old approach just doesn't work anymore. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with businesses, right? A lot of the smaller boutique businesses, they've gone to being more hands-on. Like, hey, check out these samples. Or even our case, we had, like, board game demos set up and all this other stuff, right? So you had another reason to come in other than just, like, buy a game on Amazon or whatever it was. You kind of have to do that a little bit at conventions. It's like, because especially now, for geeks, like, we have a lot of events. (laughs) Like The the comparison we drew earlier
0: is, you know... obviously a lot of the things that apply to, to video games also apply to comic books and San Diego comic-con is still
1: crushing it. Yeah. But even then they moved to being the place where like, Oh, well now we're the spot where all the movie trailers come out. Yeah, You know what I mean? So like, there's always going to be news around that convention, right? They made a step that everybody else can't really compete with. So it's like, all right, now you have a niche on top of just being the granddaddy, you know, of the comic book conventions. So you got to have something though. I like, If somebody were to ask you at this point, what really is E3 that makes it unique or different? I don't know if we'd have a good explanation. Yeah, And 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 maybe that's part of the problem. That is the problem. Because when you're talking about now, especially in a recession or whatever, where people are trying to, like, I still want to do something nice for myself, but I can't do all the conventions. So it's like, I got to pick the ones that make the most sense, or maybe the ones closest to home or whatever. It's like, What's the incentive for somebody to spend with you over somebody else? I don't I don't think they have that. And unless they figure that out, I don't know if they're going to be able to get it back off the ground. Which is tough. Because, man, you, we've said on the show before, where a lot of times we're pulling for the OGs. You know? Like, right. Like you you want to see people still do well and have those legacy products or whatever. But E3 might just be at its time. I'd, I'd love to be wrong. I'd, I'd hope they can figure it out. But... If you go next year and don't do it, that now you're talking yeah, four I years heard. in a row. I don't yeah, think we, yeah, I don't think we've seen anything recover from not running for four years. No. So I don't know that that sounds tough. One of the things though, I wanted to talk to people about, and this is something I kind of already knew, but I was just reminded by over my Orlando trip talking with a, an editor, was one of the things that's happened in the industry that I don't think people even realize is some of your favorite creators have gone away. But they're still in the industry. They've gone away from being in front of the camera to being technically behind the camera. All right? A bunch of them enjoy editing. Maybe they're good sound engineers or they're good at making graphics or thumbnails or whatever it is. But they're not comfortable totally being on camera. Like that was the vehicle to allow those other things so they could get paid for them. The thing is, though, now the industry's gotten so big that there are people that literally are just like, Podcast editors for like six or seven different podcasts every month, you know, making like a thousand bucks or whatever. There's people that do well for YouTube. They're editing videos for three, four different channels, right? That's how they're making a living. And I don't think people really think about that. of Like how many jobs, especially now. I'm just getting to the point that I may be able to pay an editor for a thing every once in a while, but for the bigger channels, They have teams of people that they're paying behind the scenes that you never see that are just like some places have like this is our thumbnail person. You know, this is our sound editor. This is our PR person. This is this. This is our script writer. You know, this is our channel manager who responds to things or whatever. All those people are making regular full time salaries. To not even be in front of a camera. And I don't think people realize that. And there's a site, too, that came up recently. And I think it's run by somebody who actually did a lot of YouTube stuff for a long time called YT Jobs. And I think it's like .co. I don't even think it's .com. But the cool part about it is if you just need somebody who does the one thing that you don't know how to do or you're not good at, you can just go hire somebody. So people that have been behind the scenes now have a place where they can just basically put their resume up of, like, I work with these people. I'm good at this, that. You can contact me this way, whatever. And that's pretty cool. To know that, like, the content side of the world has gotten so big that people have full-time jobs being involved with content without having to be one of the personalities. Like, it's it's wild to even think about. Because even 10 years ago, I don't think that would have been a thing. That we would have thought, like, yeah, some people might make a living or whatever. But when you see how many people are doing it, it's kind of cool and kind of surprising in a way. And I think it will be neat even going forward that, there's going to be a lot of people who, especially in a world where, you know, college is getting progressively more expensive and whatever. Somebody might just get good at doing thumbnails or color correcting video or whatever it is. And you can just get hired. You don't even have to go spend the $100,000 getting a degree or whatever. You just get real work experience. And now so many people are able to at least do the basics, maybe putting up some of their own TikTok videos or, you know, putting up some demo videos on YouTube or whatever. To even just show what they can do, and then boom, you know, they're they're working. So this is this is a cool world to be in, to even know if that stuff exists. But figured I'd share that with people if they didn't know, or maybe you're looking for somebody to help with some content or whatever. Check out YT jobs. It's actually pretty slick. But all right, let's get into some other news things. One very interesting thing, which also is a slightly kind of annoying thing is that this week Wizards announced there's going to be another round of Command Fest, Which, on the surface, is like, oh, that's awesome, more Fest. That's good, people really enjoy those. For some reason, they're in June. Like, two months after we just had the other ones. And they weren't announced at the same time for some reason. And one of them is even in the same city in Orlando. Actually, I think two, because I think Indianapolis might have had one last time as well. So they're getting another one. So some of them are even happening in the same cities. But the good news this time is that they're also all around the world. So uh, going over the list. Oh, excuse me. Going over the list here, you've got June 16 to 18, which is also weird that all of the north, most of all the North American ones, except for Mexico, all happen on the same day, which really doesn't make sense to me because I feel like you should be spreading them around so that people can make more than one or that creators can appear at more than one. Because that's the other downside. like I, I know I ran into that with the Orlando's. like I went down there, had a great time, cool stuff, took care of me. It was great. But I had the people in Seattle that was just like, ah, it would have been cool because y'all ain't far from me, but I've already booked up with somebody else, right? But had they been a week apart or two weeks apart, I could have done both, which is good for me as a creator, but also good for the fans who may only be able to make one event, not the other. So something to think about for the future. But anyway... They have Orlando, Anaheim, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, all on that same weekend. The following weekend, you have Frankfurt, Germany, London, England, and Annecy, France, which I don't know where that is in France. But those three locations on that following weekend. Also weird that Germany is listed as June 23rd to the 25th. And the other two events in England and France are listed as the 24th and 25th. So they don't include Friday for some reason. Just something to note. And then in July 1st, you have just that weekend, you have Beijing, China. Then the next weekend, you have just Osaka, Japan. Following weekend, there are two. You have Mexico City and Melbourne, uh, Australia. And then you on the last weekend of everything, July 22nd, 23rd, you have Sao Paulo, Brazil. So, on the one hand, I'm kind of excited, man. They're they're literally doing them all over the world, which is cool. So, no matter where you are, there should be a Command Fest reasonably close to you. I guess unless you're in, like, South Africa or something, there's not going to be one. But pretty much everywhere else, you should be able to get to one within reason, which is pretty neat. And there's a bunch all around the U.S., so if you missed one last time, cool. This just kind of comes back to what I was talking about, though, to kind of open the show. Is just more events getting piled on at the last minute, right? That your creators are going to have to scramble to work with event organizers or whatever to make happen. So again, people who may have been scheduling their content and plot and stuff now just got at least one more weekend, if not multiple weekends tacked on to their schedule of travel to do stuff. So just, you know, be nice about it, be nice about it. But I I do, I do think it's cool though. I would have just liked to have seen these all announced at the same time. You know, it's kind of the only issue I have. I think it's neat, though, that we're doing more of these events. I would like to see some level of Grand Prixs come back. I think having the large gathering for competitive players is also still positive. I don't think we need as many, but I think even if it was just like two or three, because before we were doing Grand prix almost every weekend. I think we had one year that had like 30 Grand prix or something. I don't think we need that many, but if we had one every four to six weeks, I think that would be fine. You know, if we can get in, I don't know, let's call it 15 to 16 Grand Prix in a year spread around the world. I think that would be good enough. Wouldn't be crazy to manage. I think for wizards, you get to give some prize money away. Competitive magic still stays top of mind, but I will tell you for the, the command fest, everybody was super friendly. Everyone was having a good time. Lots of laughter in the rooms. So I, I think these events have a very big positive from just a PR standpoint. So I'm definitely behind them. But yeah, just something I want to make sure people are aware of. Uh, because I think a lot of people may not have known that. Because it sort of just sort of just happened. I, I didn't even realize the announcement. Man, I saw some people talking about it on Twitter. Another quick thing. This isn't like huge news. Just something to mention. Is that there was another secret layer super drop. That dropped. I don't. That's weird to say that. <laughs> uh, but if you didn't see it, check it out. There's some really cool stuff in there. Uh, Lana Danner is one of the featured artists, as is uh, Rebecca Guay and Randy Vargas, and they're super popular artists. So go check out their stuff. Those some of those cards are beautiful. Uh, some of them are pretty valuable, pretty chase stuff that I think people want. I'm probably gonna go over it at some point in a video in the next week, maybe to just talk about like the value of the secret layers if people should pick up certain ones or not but overall this actually looks pretty good i think people are gonna like these and if you're fans of any of the artists i think you're gonna love this but there's a lot there's uh what is it like one two three four five six seven eight eight different things that got put into this thing so yeah it's a big super drop so go check it out uh if you hadn't that's more just a a psa be aware that's out there if you're interested in secret layers All right, now the chunk of the show is probably going to take up the rest of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and this is this is where... we And we talked about this off the show. Like, I, I'm... Man, I, I'm just going to have to own being somewhat of the bad guy on this one. For sure. But if you don't know, if you've been living under the rock, under the rock, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know, maybe you're in his basement. I don't know. Oh, God. But there was a channel on YouTube, uh, called Old School MTG, I believe, who, we'll we'll, we'll get into the more of the details and the speculation or whatever, but for what just happened, he decided he was going to do a video showing some March of Machines aftermath, I believe it was collector's booster boxes, that he acquired, and we'll, we'll talk about that, and just put them up on video, and did it, obviously got some attention way early release because we're not even we're supposed to start talking about previews in another week I think so yeah Watsi wasn't happy they asked him to take the videos down and then supposedly some heavies from Pinkerton showed up confiscated his stuff he called Watsi they were according to him everything was cordial polite they're gonna compensate him with a bunch of extra stuff to make up for the things that they had to take back. And that puts us where we are. So I do want to start by saying that regardless of what happened, well, let me me say this. If they believe something untoward, illegal, had gone down, probably should have just sent or contacted local authorities police officers right would have probably been the best plan of action now that being said people have weird relationships with the police and everything else and i totally understand because in some areas i ain't gonna lie i feel like i'm gambling just as much with the police if they've shown up so i get it and there may be more there's definitely more we don't know about and i don't know what those things are if they already were pretty certain some stuff were stolen and they're trying to work on as fast as they can to backtrack something or whatever. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. But this dude didn't need Pinkerton showing up at his house, raising a fuss or whatever. Like that's. Scaring his wife. Yeah. You you just don't need that. Like, so I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm saying like that was the right reaction on their behalf because I don't think that it was. I want that much to be clear that even if their motives were correct and justified, the execution of their reaction (laughs) was, was a bit overblown, you know, like that's my problem. But that said, I can't really back the dude on this one over at old school MTG. Like we talked about it before, right? Like, If you know you're doing wrong, (laughs) but you still decide to do it, you have decided you are willing to deal with whatever comes from these, these actions. Now, admittedly, I don't think any of us would have thought the Pinkertons were going to show up at your front door. (laughs) Yeah. When when you you make a decision like that,
0: you were, I'm sure you're running through possible outcomes in your head. And at no point in his calculus... Does he assume Pinkerton's going to show up and you know, that do Pinkerton for anybody that doesn't know, Pinkerton has a long history of strike breaking, harassing people, generally being the the uh, fist in corporate America's gloves. I was gonna so say, that's speak. the
1: way I would describe it. Being being a, a heavy for capitalism, yeah, like for the most part. So yeah, there's no way he thinks it.
0: The, the, the thing he's thinking, which is what should have happened, is he'll get a sternly worded letter or email from Wizard's legal department.
1: Yeah, is what he, you're thinking the worst case scenario is. And even then, like, if you got drugged out on a lawsuit and whatever, like, to be honest, that could have probably been worse than just having the dude show up and take some product from your house. So as much as it's possibly scarier in the moment, it might be financially the easier thing for him so he the moment might have sucked but he might have still came out easier you
0: i don't I mean? think they want this to go to court cuz i'm not sure they, they they're probably not confident they win
1: this i don't i people have said that but i don't even know what what like I, they got way more to lose than what he does i, I mean. guess but even then like i'm not even sure what the lawsuit would be at this point, but we'll find out. I'm sure there'll be more to more to the story. Yeah, he ain't trying to sell people magic cards. He, other than his YouTube
0: channel, doesn't really necessarily have a like. Well, he has a brand, but
1: they're not equal value. <laughs> Here, here's the other thing, though. There, there's a few things that bother me. The first is now I didn't see the initial video, so I want to be clear about that. Yeah, because they've
0: been taken down yeah, by I, order I, of Wizards I, of the Coast. I got
1: to it just a little bit late, so. But I did see the follow-up videos, and I did read through a chunk of the comments on each one. So I was trying to get a feel for his regular viewers, people that saw the other footage, whatever. And it's kind of understood that he made those videos, and even in the videos, said that he knew what he was doing was wrong and or possibly gets him in trouble. So that already puts me in a position of like, while they were still wrong, and I want to be clear about that you also brought some of this on your own damn self. Right? Like I can only be so upset because like you knew you were taking the gamble. Right? Which, and again, I get it. Like you got a small channel. You're trying to get reach. Your stuff doesn't get consistent views or whatever. Maybe you thought this was an easy out. Now, that being said, you have to think it's going to get a lot of views. Like, or just, you know, maybe maybe this is just, you know, coverage of an
0: ongoing... Because how many times have we talked about Wizards' inability to plug the leaks? In that sense, this is the biggest piece of breaking news that we're going to get on this story for see, a while. I would and say. this
1: is why I think there's more to the story. Because I feel like... And again, I was there when the Exelon stuff happened and everything else. That, if I remember correctly, ended up being identified as somebody who stole something from... Either one of the warehouses or production facilities. I don't remember which. And, you know, stuff had to be confiscated. They had to track stuff down. There was a lawsuit. Somebody got arrested. All that stuff. This could be part of that same thing. Which might be why they already had these heavies on standby and were like, hey go get the product, we need to confirm that it's this other thing or whatever before stuff gets out My of God, hand. God, why,
0: of all the you, you couldn't hire any other private security firm, perhaps one you. that doesn't have a reputation for for punching people in the face? Oh, I get
1: you. I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying, it's I, just, you know. You, you've made yourself the evil empire just by being connected to Payton. Well, I also want to be clear that this could also have been an order from Hasbro, because there is record of at least two people i believe that are in i what what is the the term but basically one of them security and i remember what the other title is that have previous history with pinkerton anyway so it would not have surprised me if this is just an order from hasbro to say hey we need to deal with this now before because part of the problem is too if all the stuff gets thrown away it's hard to track where those came from because you're not going to be able to track it from a card. You have to have the physical cartons, the booster boxes, the booster packs, whatever. They all have codes on them that can tell you like the, the provenance and the path that they took to get from A to B, effectively, getting scanned in in different places and whatever. So you kind of are under a time-sensitive thing because if he throws all that away and you do think it's an actual like theft, employee issue, whatever, you won't be able to track it down. Again, probably not the best way to go about it, but that's the explanation. My other issue is seeing this person's timeline and how he's chosen to deal with the information, put it out there. His story seems to get other parts added to it as more stuff comes out. And it's just like, it makes it hard to want to back him because it feels like... I'm not being told everything from that side either. And don't be wrong. I'm pretty sure whatever the final truth is, it's somewhere in the middle, right? Like there's something there on both sides. We're not going to know about. Cause again, like I said, Watsi probably has a lot of stuff going on because they know there's leaks or whatever. The incident may or may not have like, cause part of the way is like, he talks about, Oh, they, they tried to push their way in. They made my wife cry and all this. But then he talks about like, oh, well, you know, and they just gave me a number for me to call somebody at Wizards and the people at Wizards were very friendly and blah, blah, blah. And like, okay, so was this a positive interaction or a negative interaction? You know, like, I I don't really follow. And then did the aftermath of the aftermath video. And then like three days later, does a sensational title video of like, I can't believe they did this and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a three-minute video of him like trying to add extra facts that he for whatever reason just didn't include in his previous videos now those facts may still be true don't get me wrong i'm not saying he's liar because i don't know the guy but it makes it hard when it's like well you didn't mention this before but now that people are talking about you just felt like now you're gonna mention another thing But that happens how many times do you do you see somebody that has basically
0: had a crime committed against them and, I mean, has had to, have, because they were processing something, had to have it explained to them that a crime has been committed.
1: But he already explained that he knew that. He even said in one of the, he knows what the Pinkertons are and everything. That's the problem I have. Like, you can't play like, okay, well, I know everything that's going on. I know I'm taking a chance of doing this. And then all of a sudden, I'm supposed to also give you benefit the doubt of not having the ability to process any of this. Like, it's, it's hard for me to get behind that. Like but it's I, a thing.
0: As a police reporter, that happens all the time. There are people that, while they physically know what rape
1: is, don't realize it's happened till a nurse explains it to them. I don't think this is that case. Like, you start out knowing you're in the wrong. You know everything that's going down. You know the people that are interacting with you. But then magically, and then you even put out a follow-up video. You say, I've talked to people. I've read the stuff online. I've seen the videos, and thank you for making the videos. I've talked to people at Wizards. I've even made a video detailing all this to tell you all this. And then four days later, there's another video where you're going like, oh, well, yeah, I'm just going to make a sensational title and put out there because my other things in between magically didn't get, hell, they got 10x less views. So I'm going to put another one where I'm just going to highlight this or whatever. Which, by the way, and this is where I'm going to get to be an ass. So I'm I'm just I'm just gonna own it. Like, feel free to call me out on it. But when I went to click on the channel and I looked at the aftermath of the aftermath video, I was thinking, all right, I'm expecting this thing's gonna have hundreds of thousands of views, right? This is the video that's being shared in a bunch of places. Like this is one where you're giving the whole lowdown of your half of the story. This is your opportunity, right? You've already gambled on taking this chance to begin with. You've already had to take videos on you are now the main character for magic social media for at least 48 hours. this is your window and honestly it's a boring ass video for almost eight minutes with three product boxes from March of the Machine just sitting there and that's it while he's talking and I'm like dude this was your this was your chance. Hell, his channel doesn't even have like him on camera. I would have been like, hey, cool. I'm gonna be as emotional as possible. I want people to understand what's going on. I'm gonna make a rare video where I'm actually on camera for the first time or whatever. Right? Like, this is it. This is your chance. But I mean, if that's not his personality,
0: that's not his personality. I get it, but it's he may point, have some sort of social anxiety where he doesn't really feel comfortable or putting
1: himself on camera. But you're okay saying, well. Let me get this product that I think is being acquired by questionable means to put up here and do the video that I know is also going to draw me a lot of negative attention. Right? Those things don't line up. If I'm somebody that, hell, believe me, I live with an introvert. <laughs> like, I, I deal with this regularly. Like, those behaviors don't line up. Not saying he, he could still have done it. You might still be right. But I'm saying it just doesn't line up and add up for me to want to really support that. And that's the hard part I have here, because this is a case where I think both sides are in the wrong. Now, I think Hasbro is probably more wrong. Yeah, (laughs) because one of these sides has a legal department where they can ask, hey,
0: and a PR department and numerous other departments at their disposal. The other side does not have
1: those things. Well, that's also the other thing, too. They have those departments and they've also used Pinkertons before. So I don't think there's going to be much of a lawsuit here. Like people like, oh, he should sue. I'm like, cool, sue for what? Like, what? seriously, what are we going to sue for that you think you're going to win and not have to spend, I don't know, $100,000 along the way or whatever? Like, that's the other thing. You know, people are like, oh, this is going to damage your reputation. Like, this isn't going to damage crap. Yeah, like, Wizards already has a pretty bad reputation. So, <laughs> yeah. most, most big companies do, and we still buy their stuff. Hell, this is true. <laughs> Nintendo had a dude that, like, made a hack or, like, a group of them that were selling a hack so people could play uh, pirated games or whatever sued them people like sent them to jail and they got out of jail still owe them like whatever i think like another 10 million dollars or something and that's nintendo like big companies do this crap i'm not trying to say it's right but they all do it and we're still gonna buy all their crap people still went out and saw the super mario brothers movie and apparently a lot of people did because they got great reviews and people loved yeah. it. right people are still gonna consume all that we are we going to keep this out of mind and joke about it and it's going to be a meme or whatever and Pinkerton this or Yeah, sure. And two, three years from now, people are probably even going to care. By the end of the year, people are still going to be buying magic stuff. Well, When the rotation happens in September, we'll be talking about whatever, Ixalan cards or whatever. That's just the way it's going to be. The only way it would have been different is if somebody would have got hurt. Because for whatever reason, that's how we've gotten here in the U.S., like fundamentally we don't care about things but unless somebody gets physically hurt or we can see some damage then all of a sudden it's you know what it is going way back what about 6 7 years ago with this 7 actually almost 8 years ago the ray rice thing where there was domestic violence and all that and people like ah we'd heard some things whatever but the minute we saw that picture the footage of them in the elevator all of a sudden everybody's like oh this is the worst thing ever and blah blah same thing has been going on But when you when you didn't see somebody actually get hurt or see a report, all of a sudden we're like, "Ah, it's not that bad. Whatever. It's fine. We know it's a thing. We just got in that way.
0: Well, the video removed, because, you know, the the thing they all say about domestic violence is it's he said, she said, when there's video, there's none of that. You see him knocking her completely unconscious. And yeah, that changed it for.
1: I would say for everybody, but for uh, the, for enough people where Ray Rice never played another down in the NFL. That's the other thing that bothers me, too, As you're trying to tell me a story of things that went down. And his, and his added story later is like, oh, well, when I wasn't here, they went and talked to the neighbors to ask about me or whatever, which they might have. I'm not again, I'm yeah. not going to call him a liar because I don't know. But at no point when you're trying to tell this story you didn't have your cell phone footage. You didn't have your significant other cell phone footage. You didn't have your home security footage. You can have your neighbor's cell phone or home security footage. I would have had something to be like, hey, I'm trying to tell an air and tell a story that like, I want people to know this actually happened. Because if I'm gonna take the time, and again, you're a social media content creator, whatever. You're gonna take the time to go make a video and puts it out to the public to, I guess, to get some sympathy or to explain but your side or whatever. While
0: the people, you know, while the people are in your house threatening you with jail time, I don't know that it. You might have. Not everybody's going to have the wherewithal to be
1: like, "Ooh,
0: they're threatening <laughs> threatening me with That's jail time." Fine. I but should I, go grab I, my phone. That doesn't matter
1: though. You're going to tell me nobody in that neighborhood decided to have a camera out. Nobody has home security footage. Who else would have, like? We just talked about other people don't care. Who else would have cared? Multiple people. Yeah, dude, I see it all the time when, co- hell, I told you off camera, like when we pull up, we when we see cop interactions happening around here, people pull up with their cameras. You think cops show up in your neighborhood, go into a neighbor that you and, think and they're a not they're not cops.
0: There's nothing they have that, that has any kind of, if it's the cops, yeah. If you but hear again, it's Pinkerton security, not everybody even, knows. But even then, is.
1: you're going to tell me there's no home security footage and nobody in that neighborhood, and they went door to door to multiple people? You can't go ask a neighbor and be like, "Hey, would you mind getting y- me the footage y- of that?"
0: But what if your neighbor didn't want to get involved? You assume a lot from this man's neighbors. What if he? What if he never talks Dude, to his neighbors?
1: I'm not. I'm not buying that. We can't. Like I can't get behind. You're gonna tell me all those people in the current climate that we have, not a single person is gonna cooperate with you to help you out. I can't I you can't. You don't it. need
0: just a single person. You need the person that's got the footage. The again, I'm a police reporter. Do you know how many people have a camera that isn't working? Or it's pointed the wrong way. Sure. Or they just don't
1: freaking like you. But they I'm got saying, the footage. Now your dog pooped on my lawn. F you. But I'm just saying, it's one more thing on the whole pile of the story. Right? Like your story doesn't add up. You have questionable things. You go from the guy possibly knowing, not knowing, maybe not being into magic. Not knowing how he got. You can't say what
0: somebody else knows. He doesn't know what the guy told him. But
1: but you're missing the point. I'm not saying any of these things in particular can be wrong or right. But when you add them all up and you're telling me on top of that, there's no footage, there's no talking, whatever, like it's hard for me to accept that it, it well, it's as bad as it is or it's not as bad as it is. Right? Like it was this violent thing or it wasn't. But then you tell me you have these cordial friendly conversations, but then you want to come back. Of and it's course, like, oh, the conversation
0: was cordial conversations sure. with with the people
1: to give away cards tend to be but interactions also, with Jack booted thugs tend to be. But different. you're also not going to be emotional about it. And I get it. Maybe maybe you don't show emotion on camera or whatever. But on top of all the actions, that's all I'm saying. You put all of it together. It just doesn't add up enough for me to want to support the person. And that's why I'm saying I think as as I just said, I've words.
0: been down this road. Yeah. The police interact one way and that same police officer may, you know, he may be the officer of the year when he's out <laughs> kissing Absolutely. babies, doing national night out. But when he's, when he doesn't think he's on camera, he's Absolutely. a completely different
1: guy. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that. And, but again, I'm taking the totality of everything. And to say that, all of these little coincidences all happen to all be a thing is really, really hard for me to accept. And again, they could be,
0: I mean, it's hard for you to accept that nobody else took footage of something that, that they didn't know what was happening. Your, 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 neighborhood is a lot nicer than mine. I've seen cases where like people are, no, people you're, miss- people you're missing what I'm r-
1: saying. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying, okay, that could be a thing. But also all these other things all also happen to be a thing. You haven't said anything yet that isn't
0: that, that just is completely stretching the boundaries of again, plausibility
1: again. But I'm saying all of them that not a single one is any different than it is. Conveniently, that's all. I'm not. And again, I'm saying could it have happened? Yes. I and I'm saying it is very possible that all these little coincidences all did go down the way they did. But along with the guy's story, the behavior, the timelines it's hard for me to accept all that and back somebody up. That's what I'm saying. And if it just makes me the bad guy and I'm in the wrong, then I'm okay with that. And Look, I agree with you that he
0: knew when he, that he had product. He shouldn't have had and made a decision to post it online.
1: That was. But, that but, you, that, but even then, that, even to that point, like if you, you know, well so was like hell from the time we're kids, if we're ever doing something we know is wrong, we're already thinking about, well, what's our story if we get caught? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make sure everything's straight because, like, I'm going to have and again, to explain I don't it.
0: think any of his calculations involved with sending the Pinkertons to his house.
1: Sure. but
0: that's, as we, we both
1: agree, is an irrational,
0: a uh, disproportionate
1: but response my understanding to, the, you, to what was committed. You go from, oh, well, I just bought these and I was excited because the dude didn't know what he had. And then to, like, oh, well, the guy sells this stuff and I think he sold it to many. he might have known, but he thought it was okay. To, well, he didn't really know he had magic. Or what he has with magic, because he's really a Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh guy, or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, which one of these stories is it? You know, and really,
0: he has no unless he's unless he specifically asked the guy, he doesn't know what's in well exactly.
1: That and that's what I'm saying. Like one of these is probably the real story, but which is it? And just.
0: And at, the, and at this it. point, the guy, if, if the guy knew, he would be crazy to admit that he sold product before Street date. Yeah, and that's the like, other thing, right? So and even that's... if he knew, he'd be insane to admit
1: that. And this is where... where They'd I be definitely... able to pull all of his ability to sell Wizard's cards, right? And that's why I'm saying the story's probably somewhere in between, right? One of them probably knows where it came from, or it was stolen, or hell, maybe even came from an employee at a facility. And he certainly wouldn't do it if you knew he were going to make a YouTube video about it. Oh, yeah. That would have been completely idiotic. Yeah. But also, like,
0: I don't know. So I I could only, putting those two things together, you almost have to assume the guy didn't know what he had.
1: It's also like, okay, you have a fledgling channel. I say fledgling. He's been doing it for over two years, probably three years or so. I went so far back and then quit looking. So longer than three years. But you're spending $4,000 on product for your channel that's not really making any money. I mean, it's making money, but not really making any money. Like, I, it's just so much. It's just so hard for me to accept. I mean,
0: you're doubting his doubting how much
1: money he spent now? Well, yeah. Is that if you're, in if, some but, way relevant again, to the story? Who, but it's a lot of stuff like that. Like, Who can spend that kind of money on product for a thing that's not really making any money? Unless A lots already of have people it. buy $4,000 worth of magic cards and don't intend to make money. They just enjoy it as a hobby. Okay, but they tend to also be the people that are doing pretty well for themselves, correct? I mean, do we have any idea of how well this guy's doing? I mean, he, he has $4,000 to buy magic cards, so... I'm assuming he's all right. But then yeah. we're also saying, with all that, you also don't have any security footage? And again, not everybody has security cameras, but I'm saying it's one more thing that I question. That's all. The more I think about it, every time there's a thing, I'm like, yeah, but what about this? This is also a thing that's not a thing. So it's like that's why I'm saying I just there's something in there. I you know yeah I'm, I'm
0: gonna regret this, but I I, mean, I won't I won't even say it. I will not say it because I would regret it's it. It's
1: fine. I'm just saying and I know I know I'm I'm pushing buttons and I get that, but it's just a lot for me to just say like. But you're saying that just everybody that owns
0: $4,000 worth of Magic Cards has a security
1: camera? No, but it increases the odds based on what I know. I have some amount of security or way to protect their stuff or whatever that also hasn't come up. Or, to be honest, you're probably not living in an awful neighborhood if you also have $4,000 to spend on Magic Cards.
0: And at that point, why'd you have a security camera? If nobody ever gets robbed in your neighborhood, what
1: do you need a camera for? I'm in a really nice neighborhood and get robbed and lots of people have security cameras. Just saying. I said, like, say, have there
0: been robberies in your neighborhood?
1: No, not at all, actually. Yeah, yeah so I know a lot
0: of people that don't. <laughs> uh, my, my dad grew up, so I, I grew up there too, but my dad, until he moved, never locked his door and obviously didn't have a camera. And yeah. I promise you, while he didn't have magic cards, I promise you he had more than $4,000 worth
1: oh, of sure. stuff in there. And that's what I'm saying. It could just be a thing. He just doesn't have a camera. I get it. I'm. In I'm a small town, I'm
0: going to guess the majority of the people on that street don't have a
1: camp. But again, I'm just saying more things I think about and going like, just another thing that's just not a thing. And another thing but, that's but, just not but a thing. But I
0: feel like you haven't said anything yet that's just completely out of the realm None plausible. of plausible. But that's
1: it. None of those individual things are out of the realm of plausibility. I'm just saying altogether. It's just hard for me to accept on top of somebody having questionable stories through the whole thing. Or somebody coming back later and, well, yeah, let me add this fact or let me talk about this. Or the later video to be like, oh, well, this one maybe didn't do as much as I thought. Well, let me pop up another one up, see if I can, I can get that going or whatever. Like, there's just a lot. Also,
0: I'm sure he's done more than one interview at this point, And the interviewers brought out things that he didn't think to mention before. Because each time this thing goes up on a site, somebody from that website talks to him, and then he remembers more details. Or if you want to say, if you want to say, start that ad up that you maybe embellished more details. Which again, that's the thing that happens, like when when sure. a bank gets robbed, people, sure. people remember things because you know one detective asks something that he thinks is important that nobody else did. Oh yeah, the guy was you know six feet instead of five foot nine.
1: Now that I think about it. So, so all like, this is coming. But but nothing like that on that level, I feel, has even come up. These are all things that would just be basic. That's my problem. Now, again, I like I said, I'm willing to accept that maybe they are all an actual thing. But the truth for me, I'm pretty sure, is still somewhere in the middle, and we will never know what it is. Yeah, and that, and right? that is definitely a, that's, that's always that's the, the case. Yeah, because like I said, there's probably a more going on on Hasbro's side. And this guy's left a lot to really consider that there are probably some other things going on there. Maybe he's trying to protect his... His plug that got him the product or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe there's something. Like as
0: you said, there, there were definitely like he, he was, he, he knew he was now in his legal rights to put up that video, but their response was way beyond the pain. Yeah, and there's there like, definitely is guilt on both sides, and that, but one of these sides is a multi-billion-dollar corporation with a legal department, sure. PR department, and. And by the way, a few years ago, promised us they'd do better
1: by us. But, but let's, and also, let's talk about another real thing here, too. Being in that guy's shoes, I think there's a lot of creators that think, I'm going to get this thing, I'm going to get this one video, and that's going to be the thing. But and the for reality, a lot
0: of people, it does happen. that Something goes viral, and then, you know,
1: yeah, the but ball the, starts rolling. But there's a two-part thing to it. One is that your content has to already be good. Well, I mean, we've talked about that, and uh, not necessarily
0: always the case. Sure, not always. We, we we both have discussed people where we look at it and like we don't get it. Sure, that's that's true. You know, but it's just but you we have, have both in- talked about people who you know get on the camera looking like an unmade bed where you or I couldn't do that, but somehow I it will goes. Say,
1: I will say you have increased odds. Let's put it that yeah. way. If if your content's already good, the other is especially if you're trying to grow. And this is just a general PSA, right? Like, you have to think about what do I want to be in the future? What do I hope to do in the future? And unfortunately, this channel and this creator are now always going to be straddled with this over their head, right? This is going to be a thing that any potential partner, hell, especially Wizards of the Coast, some other creators, they're all going to know about at this point, right? Like, I don't know, could... could Let's say the Loading Ready Run folks, would they feel comfortable working with you in the future to do the pre-pre-release, knowing that you're going to see cards or have access to cards two weeks before a thing, right? Like, I don't know. Are they going to want to now that they know you're willing to take a chance and put stuff out there for a very small short-term gain?
0: Of course, we've both seen we've both seen the content. Was that a thing that was in the cards? I anyway. mean,
1: it, you know, it wasn't great. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. You know I mean, but again, talking about long term plans, right? And this is the same reason. And retailers are bad about it too. Like we've talked about it. Even when I was at Wizards, I talked about it as a retailer before I was at Wizards. Like you can't even give stuff to the general business part of the community because somebody can't keep their mouth shut. They're still going to share stuff out there. Yeah. It's just the way it is, right?
0: We both know there's all kinds of content you can do. Certainly there is the content where you work hand in hand with wizards. There's also the magic. The gathering is going out of business next week. And here's why there's, there's all types of content you can do. And many of them don't, don't
1: require you to work with wizards or anyone else or be liked by anybody. Live the gimmick, commit to your bit, you know? And, and, and that's fine. If that's your type of stuff. But it's something to think about, right? Because even if this gets this person a boost for the short term, I don't know how long that boost lasts. You know, I like so far, it looks like when he wasn't talking about the incident, his videos got a small boost, but they're definitely way down from when he's talking about the actual incident, which is probably why the video went up today or yesterday talking about the incident again. You know, because he saw what that did, which is what I'm saying, makes it look a little bit suspicious. But I understand you're trying to grow your channel. You need something to talk about whatever you do. You do you right. You do what you got to do. We all make decisions for ourselves, run our businesses the way we want to run them. Like, I just think it's the type of logic that I think gets more creators in trouble than anything of like, oh, I got to get this viral thing. I got to be the first to the post on this thing or that thing or whatever. But that alone doesn't get people over the hump. Like if you just don't have a good personality well, or Well, I would you, say
0: if you're able to do it consistently to be the you know, yeah, obviously yeah. he probably won't ever get another piece of he won't get another like product like this, but if you were able to consistently break some kind of news, then yeah, now, you could
1: think about this. The person he bought the stuff from sounds like they have some type of relationship that he knows them and they're friendly with each other or whatever. How's that dude gonna feel in like, so you knew I sold something to you I shouldn't have sold, and then you just went and made a damn video about it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't even be like, hey, man, I don't know if you know you have some boxes that you probably shouldn't be selling to people or whatever. Or, hey, bring it back and be like, hey, man, it's cool. I'm just going to sit on this. I'm not going to do anything with it. But, like, just so you know, you know, like, that's kind of effed up, too, if that's your this regular spot. You know
0: what I mean? It's a, as as a reporter, these are choices you got to make. Like, this person may never tell me. it. Like, the exactly. the, story, the story I talked about a few weeks ago where the... <laughs> Where the mayor thought something was off the record, I had to explain to him it wasn't. Our relationship <laughs> went a different way. Exactly. It soured after that, right? But b- but he dropped the story of the year in my lap, and I didn't
1: have the option of not reporting it. Yeah, and same thing, right? Like, you, this dude got to make a decision. He now yeah. probably upset his local retailer, game store, whatever. So even that relationship is going to be blown up after this. Because I guarantee you, they got a call from Wizards and or their distributor because of it. (laughs) And he probably didn't even know. He's probably like, what are y'all talking about? Like, hey, well, this dude said he came to your spot and bought this or whatever. And he's like, for real, though? (laughs) Like, you know, assuming he didn't know was actually stolen or whatever. Right. We're 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 assuming people are on the up and up in this scenario. But yeah, because it
0: it would be what are these things is called? March of the, of the Machine. One's called March of the Machine. Aftermath. Yeah. It's probably really easy for somebody to sell one and think they're selling you the other thing. That's, now, you
1: know, let me also say this. I know that a lot of distributors also did not even have the product in their warehouses yet, and that's part of the other problem with the story, because a lot of places are only getting it the week before, two weeks out sometimes, or whatever. Hell, there's even been a lot of releases even recently where it showed up like a couple days before it needs to be shipped to retailers to have it on time for release day. So having something show up, I guess what would have had to have been three to four weeks ahead of time? Possible. Possible, but not real yeah, it's likely. Happened, it, it's not very likely. It's happened
0: countless times before.
1: Well, when we've seen that, it actually didn't come from a distributor. Like I said, I know for sure in the past the Ixolon stuff was stolen from a facility. 7
0: Eleven was notorious for breaking the street game on video dates and uh, on video games, and it wasn't anybody it not anybody doing that on purpose. It's the person working the
1: counter at oh, 7 sure, Eleven didn't sure, sure, sure. know what
0: this game was. No,
1: no. Put it out there early. We still have that with magic, but like, you know, when it shows up at Walmart the Monday before it's supposed to release on a Friday that product still wasn't there a month ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? Like it literally isn't even in distributors warehouses. It might just be getting there now in some of them, but at the time it wasn't available in several of them.
0: And how many of them have a name? That's literally one word difference.
1: Uh, not many, obviously. Yeah. They've never done a product like aftermath before. No, I don't even think you're Like, I mean, It didn't even move from Wizards coming off of a shipping line to go to a distributor yet. So I'm not even saying like distributor gave it to somebody because the products were both in the warehouse and gave them the wrong thing. It's not even physically in a distribution house to be sent to a retailer yet. That's why I'm saying that's also part of the problem, that something probably or likely was stolen from somewhere. Because Wizards just, to my knowledge, unless it's changed, which it could have during covid wouldn't have even had the capacity to print multiple things like that at the same time. Like they're on a shipping but, schedule. So stuff comes off, stuff goes, stuff comes off, stuff goes. And that's why some stuff is arriving to barely be able to get there on time for some retailers. As but, it. but if they're
0: thinking it was stolen, we,
1: they'd have told us that by now, right? No, they never even, I don't even think they said the excellent stuff was stolen until like
0: way after the fact. Well, they certainly would have said, hey, we're gonna set. we're gonna give you money, we're gonna give you product to make good, right? If they think he here well, the he stole it or if, bought it from somebody who
1: he knows. That's if it. they don't think he stole it or knows it was stolen. Cause they they're still like, they don't want to punish you if you didn't know. Yeah. But they want to punish the other guys who actually were in the wrong. So it's very that's what I'm saying. It's very likely he is not the one if he did or is not connected close enough to the source that potentially stole it. If it's even stolen. Like I said, things yeah, could thing like have changed. No, it could have still no shown way of up. Knowing that it's- and it could just be legit. Like, I'm not going to say, I'm just saying based on what I know, it's not likely that it would have already been there. Because Part
0: of the reason we're picking his story apart is because wizards more than likely is never going to comment on this
1: beyond your generic public relations statement. Yeah. And that's literally all we got. Like there was a thing that happened. We sent some investigators out. They recouped the product. We're going to take, make good on the thing. And that's it. That was so, yeah, it's easy statement. to pick
0: one side apart of the story apart when it's the only side of story we're ever going to get.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's what I'm telling people. Like, I'm not going to put all of this on one side because I guarantee you there's more on both sides that we are never going to know about. But, yeah, people have asked me, like, what do you think about it? Whatever. And I'm like, I am like, I want, like, I still think, like I said, big company in the wrong. But, man, you did not make it easy to take your side by starting out on the wrong foot <laughs> and then just compounding it that's my issue. But yeah, all I'm just saying like it, it, there's a lot of things that should have been different. I I hope for his sake that this doesn't have any like real ill effects for his content or future, you know, whether that's brand deals or partnership deals or working with collaborations or, or whatever. Because I I do honestly think again, based on what we know, He was probably making a decision he thought was just going to be like, you know what, it's a risk, but it's going to do well for my channel. And then all this happened. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he probably thought, eh, I know it's wrong or whatever, but eh, I'll get some negativity, but it may not be that bad. Right? But if I can get a couple hundred thousand views, then, you know, cool. And then it didn't. And then some dudes came and took the product away. And it's like... Oh man, what I get myself into, you know? So I don't know, man. It's it's a tough one for me. But like I said, I accept it. If people don't agree with me, I get it. I I totally understand. There's just a whole lot going on and a whole lot of changing stories and a whole lot of coincidences that it's it's hard. It because it already started out on a bad foot and the story didn't. All seem of these, I gotta
0: say, are the quad's opinion.
1: They are, they're totally mine. Totally mine. And he and he's, wasn't consistent with this story. It just makes it more difficult is all. And, but I will say this. Also, I'm, to quote a real, the a real A real point, though, too. It's also hard for me to care so much when we're upset about Pinkerton showing up to somebody's house who was outright doing wrong, effectively. But we're still ignoring a lot of other issues in the community that are still going on right? Like, it's hard for me to say, like, yeah, so I'm supposed to be mad about Wizards sending the pink out to recoup some product from a guy who knew he was doing wrong to start with. But we still see creators out here. Hell, I just saw the other day, uh, Amy the Amazonian was posting, she's getting a bunch of hate messages from transphobes because they. I'm air-quoting here for those you don't get to see it. Like, they can always tell. And are just giving her crap, like, She's not just a cis woman for some reason. Like, that's way more bothersome to me than somebody getting comeuppance for screwing up. And to be fair,
0: there are plenty of people who are upset about both those things.
1: Sure, sure. But it's just like seeing one of those dominate the headlines way more when this other stuff is still going on. It's it's just hard. It's hard, you know? The same way when like I don't well, know. journalistically
0: totally correct. Pinkertons <laughs> sure, sure, kicking <laughs> sure Pinkertons busting up somebody's house is gonna be a bigger story than negative comments on a Twitch stream that well, well, sadly again, happens every I'm, day.
1: I'm I'm also questioning how much was busting into a house. That's where I'm at. So Okay. Well let's like, just say Pinkertons.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just if, if you Pinkertons if, being if you sent do,
1: bad. Yes. Yeah, I agree. If
0: you do the hierarchy of what's gonna trend in the news there you would have to really to, 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 to get above sure, this,
1: sure. It, and you would have to get really I get <laughs> it. It had to be something really egregious. I get it. But again, when people are asking me, you know, they wanted me to talk about how much do I care, support, whatever, it's like, man, there's so many other issues still that are more impactful and are bothering more people. That are just making things better, worse, uncomfortable, whatever. Like, we should be talking about all those on a more regular basis. Again, part of the reason we have the show and we bring some stuff yeah. up. But I can only be so upset about it. Like, do I accept it wrong? Yeah. Do I also know all the other stupid, ridiculous things that corporations, including Hasbro, have done and are going to do? Like, yep. And I don't like any of it. <laughs> like, I just wish there was more I could do about it. But... Yeah, I, I would have. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would have been more bothered if. I don't know, I like, again, when the Pinkerton show up and you're mad at somebody for like their union busting. Then, yeah, you're coming after people that are just trying to make life better and do right and whatever. Right. And that makes it easier to be hateful toward the other side. But when you're starting out saying, yeah, I know I probably shouldn't have this and it's probably going to get me in trouble. And then something happens, like it's wrong, but I can't be that mad about it. And that's just who I am, I guess. But like, you know, f around and find out, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't. Maybe that's where I'm at on it. Maybe that's it. Like, I, I guess no. that's all I got. But yeah, man. All right, I, I've rambled enough on that mess. That's probably the last I'm going to say about it. But that being said. Here's an interesting question. And people liked our discussion last week, by the way, about the uh, cosplay. So if you could change, because we talked about a lot of stuff even in this episode with like E3 and, you know, video game stuff or whatever. But if you could change anything in the game industry, what would that thing be? You get a magic genie, you get one thing. What would it be? Maybe not a genie, because that's like too high pressure. But you, you get to change. You get to change one thing today. What would you change?
0: And potentially culturally problematic, depending on how the genie is depicted. That is very. <laughs> true.
1: That is very true. Because I, because for me, and maybe it's because like top of mind, and we're we're talking about old school MTG. Is I would just like to see across the board, not even just in Magic. I think in gaming as a whole, we need to step our game up content wise. Because there's so many people that are doing just the bare minimum. You know, I I still see a bunch of people that are trying to do, like, Call of Duty YouTube channels, and it's literally just them playing Call of Duty. No voiceover, no overlays, no nothing. It's just, not even a thumbnail on the video. (laughs) Just, like, they're doing nothing. And I I feel so, and I think it's because I come from the entrepreneurial background. And when I've dealt with stores and communities that have a bunch of good stores in the area, Everybody gets customers faster. The events are bigger. The communities come out and support their efforts more. But if you even have one or two bad stores in that bunch, it sours a lot of people. They just get just wrong feeling, get treated poorly, whatever it is. And it's just work for the other stores. And I get the feeling sometimes that same thing applies to social media content, right? Where people watch it and go like, oh, that's all that is, eh. That doesn't look very fun, you know, whatever. Oh, somebody told me I should learn about this, but this looks boring as hell, whatever. Whereas if you watch three, four creators that are having a good time, the music's good in the background, whatever, there's joking and whatever, and have a good personality, you start going, hey, you know, these people are kind of fun. Let me watch some of these. Hell, there's stuff I watch on YouTube that I haven't, I'm not going to be involved in those industries. I don't do any of that on a daily basis, but sometimes you just find the people that are fun, creative, whatever, and they're entertaining. I I would love to have more of that in our community. And and not just magic, but gaming as a whole. Like, let's, let's just step our game up. That's that's what I'd like to see changed. But I don't know, dude. What about you?
0: I'd actually like it to be safe for women.
1: I could get behind that for sure.
0: And uh, that, I feel like that almost would, not even almost, that like would require some kind of divine intervention or
1: yeah, mystic
0: power. Rate. Every time you see a story, you know, like what went on at Riot, Activision, Blizzard's game developer conference,
1: apparently just every year, seems like. Dude, for real, like, since you brought it up, like, I still find it hard to believe all that stuff went down at Blizzard. Like, it's, it's I mean, I know it happened. I read through the documents,
0: but crazy that that happened. Yeah, just toxic frat boy (laughs) culture
1: gone, just completely run amok. Like, even because I reread it not long ago, because I was trying to tell somebody something I read in there. So I was trying to dig it up. Yeah. And I remember reading through it and just thinking, like, I don't even know. Like, even if I really needed that job, I don't know how long I could have stayed there in that environment. Like, I would have thought every day somebody just trying to set me up to get fired because it was so crazy of what was going on. I And, it, and apparently it went on for like a decade or whatever. Like this, this long window of time. I was like, it's crazy that that was a thing. Yeah, because I, I remember somebody
0: uh, a, a woman asked a question at some gaming event about you know how ridiculous this female character's armor or lack thereof was, and even the executives kind of you know just laughed it off. Isn't that crazy? Well, as if that was that's yeah, not a real problem. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, right? in yeah, seconds it's just so wild that that's a thing. Right. It's crazy how long. Which I, when you look at it, you see how yeah. people wonder why. Why do you care? You know what kind of armor the, the female character has, and still like this is why. If that's the opinion at the top mm-hmm. that nobody cares if all these characters run around completely naked, you leads to a culture where nobody cares how women are treated. I or mean, I, if women are respected, or if they have anything
1: positive to say about this game. They just, like... Well, I saw one of the, the female creators posting on Twitter, maybe yesterday yesterday or today, about how when she puts up TikTok videos that are just being funny, you know, complaining about, like, a spell getting countered or doing a fun little skit or whatever. It's just constant hate. About, like, well, you shouldn't play the game then. You should probably go play something else. About, like, dude, it's just a funny video. Like, chill. You know, same thing with Amy having to take all these negative comments about her being transgendered or whatever. And again, nothing wrong with transgender people. But if you're not and people constantly attacking you because you they think you are like, that's super annoying. Right. It's just like, come on, people. What are we doing? I will say this, though, and I think I mentioned it last week. It was really cool to see at Command Fest how many non-males were playing and not necessarily in the event, but playing in a lot of different commander pods and showed up or whatever. That was really cool because it at least, I, and I don't know if we totally have, but at least felt like we were making progress. Yeah, you know, so it's like, you could feel good for a moment, looking around and going like, okay, well, this is better than it was like, you know, pre-COVID. So that's a step in the right direction. Still a long way to go, but at least felt good. You know, like, hey, something's happening here. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think we still got a long way to go before it's, what do I call, a truly positive environment for a lot of yeah. women. But, anyway, once don't they can find you on socials.
0: All right. I am Brian Sonic on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and our family channel on YouTube
1: is Alan's Ever After. And you can find me just about everywhere at PowerDragon, P-O-W-R-D-R-A-G-N. And, hopefully, I'll still have stuff out for you every day. But, hey, June's going to be rough, so just heads up. <laughs> But as always, wherever you are watching, whenever you're watching or listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Please remember to take care of yourselves and your family and remember to be awesome, but most importantly, be awesome to each other. If you'd like to further support Color of Magic, you can find us at our website at colorofmtg.com. We also have a Patreon if you'd like to donate under patreon.com colorofmagic You can also find us on Facebook under Color of Magic. And if you want to follow us along at Twitter, you can find us there at color of MTG. And as always, please share the podcast around to your friends, your network, people you think might enjoy it, because every little bit helps as we're trying to increase our user base.